Hello and welcome back to the Temple podcast. My name is Edward Pike. I'm the founder of the Temple. And this podcast is really a place for us to explore everything that makes us human through the stories of some of the changemakers of our time. So in this episode, I speak again to Brian Bergman. Brian is a conscious dance and conscious yoga teacher based in Cape Town in South Africa. And we dive into the topic, the very timely topic, of course, of the coronavirus. Um, and Brian brings a beautiful wisdom to this, really inviting us to look at the potential that it brings, the opportunities that it brings, and how we can respond to it in a way that is expansive, that invites an awakening, remembering, and a deeper, a deeper sense of presence into our life. So I love the wisdom that Brian brings. Um, I've been connected to him for the past year and we've only had a virtual connection at the moment. I've never met him in person, which we were joking yesterday is a bit weird, but that's what's happening right now. And we are due to collaborate in person next year in March on a retreat that's happening in South Africa in the Cedarburg called Journey to Origins. So I'll be sharing more about this very soon, but if you already are curious about it, then you can come to my personal website, edwardpike.net, and just subscribe there to my newsletter, because we'll be sending out all the information as soon as we have it. But for now, I just invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Okay, here we go again. Take two. Hi, Brian. <laughs> yeah, good. Take as a bit a long, a long gap between takes. We were just saying it's been like over a year, probably yeah. November last year. Yeah. So, so it was in the, in the PC era. In the P, yeah, it was. <laughs> I remember those days. Oh, it yeah. was so easy. <laughs> <laughs> So this is a massive question. So we feel free to like, you know, feel where you want to start. How, how has the last year been for you? What's been going on? How are you now? Um, yeah, it is a massive question. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I, I think like everyone, it's been a, a pretty wild ride of a year. Um, but we're all in it together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so it's been like pretty crazy in terms of like um yeah just having to really get down to the present moment and and kind of like just follow what you follow and then you know just not have such a certain future which i think is actually for me it's been really really awesome because it's never been certain Mm. you know and and we've never been safe and I think that bubble have being burst in such a sort of radical way for us all, um, you know, obviously it forces us into a crisis, but at least it brings us closer to a, a, a reality that, yeah. you know, of, of how we live in this world and um, how connected we are to, to things that are very beyond our control as, as humans. And I think it's easy for us to get caught up in our bubbles and when things are going well, you know, and things are all, flowing and you know you can you can you know really become very philosophical about Mm. stuff um but when you sort of really shown um i guess what we've been shown and how precarious life actually is um it it, it leads to very very different 
uh, experience of our yeah. being. And I think it allows us an opportunity to see, you know, both our strengths and our weaknesses and um, where we still have work to do on ourselves. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, so it's been an interesting year from that point of view. Um, yeah. Adapting the, the, when, when I lived in the ashram, one of the biggest sort of mantras that they used to talk about there was adapt, adjust, accommodate. Um, and it, it's a, a principle of karma yoga. Um, you know, the, the using action as a way of, as a path to um, self-development or growth. Mm. And one of the things was adapt, adjust, accommodate, like being, becoming fluid and flexible with um, sudden changes and things that aren't going your way and, working out ways but but to always instead of become fully resistant to what's going on to find ways back into the flow by making those mm. adjustments and adjustments or little adaption or and i think we've seen a lot of that going on this year as well for people having to or actually being forced to but yeah. you know it's not not necessarily a bad thing yeah yeah, yeah you're right that's been amazing to observe actually the the kind of uh, the adaptability of humanity right to be able to like shift from one thing to the other in the matter of days or weeks and and i've also been you know working for and been in touch with businesses that were doing the same thing for like 25 30 years and then suddenly overnight I had to completely change their business model yeah it makes you wonder why right? what 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 were we doing for 25 years you know as an example yeah. <laughs> like yeah yeah, so, yeah totally. and then do we need uh you know such a kind of a slap in the face to change and to, to evolve i don't know yeah what do you think well sometimes <laughs> Some, sometimes sometimes <laughs> Uh, you know, that it's kind of like, um, again, what Ram Dass calls fierce grace, you know, where mm. it's not necessarily how you would have chosen, but, you know, there's nothing more stifling to the spirit than, than comfort yeah. and um, being, becoming too comfortable and too, like, you know, sure of things. Um, there's no growth there at all. It's, it's actually one requires, I think, in life a, a little bit of adversity um, hopefully just enough adversity so that you're not overwhelmed by it. Um, but certainly you, you don't want to make yourself too comfortable. And, and, um, I think people who, who live like that or have lived like that found it this year a bit easier than mm. a lot of other people who just didn't know what to do and kept waiting for it to go back to normal. Um, and, you know, I think we've also seen how dysfunctional human society is and, and a lot of cracks opened up so i kind of hope we don't go back to normal i hope that people realize that it was pretty bad before yeah. and um he has an opportunity to 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 bring change and make some shifts and um you know look at what's really really important um you know by not being able to work the way we've worked and having to find other ways perhaps it opens up uh you know new conversations and new um ways of being where I think people get a chance to really question within themselves what they ha have as value or is of real value. And I've heard stories here in South Africa of people who just got to spend more time with their kids than they ever have before. Yeah. And, and that they found that a real plus. Yeah. Um, but then I've had others who are like, I can't, my kids are crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's nice for a day or two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's like that. I mean, what are we doing running around chasing this on this hamster wheel, like yeah. chasing the buck for what? And, um, you know, and is it really that necessary? And is there another way that we can be doing, can be doing it? Um, and I think that so much of, of what we've done as, as humans in, in, the, in the recent times with our technologies 
has disconnected us so much from our true source of sustenance. Mm. Um, and as a result of that, you know, it, it's not sustainable. So then when something like this comes and disrupts all of that, and you realize like, wow, if I can't get to the shops to buy groceries, I can't eat, I'm going to starve, you know? And it's like, what's going on? It's like, oh, I've lost my connection to nature. Yeah. I don't even know how to, I don't even know where monk comes from. For yeah. example. <laughs> like, you know, those, those tomatoes I buy in a bag there, like, I don't even know what the plant looks like. Mm. Um, and um, yeah, so again, opportunities to just connect again, more to our nature and to nature. Mm. Um, yeah, shift gears. Uh, for me, always an opportunity to also try be kind and a little bit more generous um, with people because you know so many people are just suffering that much more at the moment um, that you don't want to be a agent that adds more of that yeah. kind of stress onto yourself or others or, or the world. So then you start to ask yourself, what can I do to maybe make things a little bit easier or better? Or, uh, you know, and as I say, that often does translate as um, being a little bit more kind and, and, and taking a bit more time with people and, um, you know, smiling a bit more and, mm. you know, keeping it light and, and, and trying to be light. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, I love what you said there. Fierce grace. I don't, I, think, I don't think I've ever heard that statement before. Uh, I love that. Fierce grace. Yeah. yeah. Like there's a real power in that. And there's, I love the, the two words. It's like grace feels really soft and gentle. And then there's a fierceness to it. It's like, yeah, that's a slap in the face from God. Yeah, yeah totally. Well, Ramdas coined the phrase when he got, he was, um, he had a stroke. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And, and he, he, he called the stroke fierce grace, mm. fierce grace from his guru. Um, in that it was a very, very intense way of learning the last bits of things that he needed to learn. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing else that will push you there. Um, we would never choose some of the paths that we get put upon ourselves because you can see or your mind will just try to protect you. Yeah. So sometimes you need a, a kind of a hard push or a big slap by the universe to kind of force you into places where your real growth Ooh. then can happen. Um, but as a teacher, you, you can't give that to someone. You can't wish suffering upon someone. <laughs> a you know, stroke on someone. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But when it happens to open to the opportunity and it has happened, it's happened for so many of us this year. And, and it is, it's like, you can see it as an abhorrent horror and like a real disrupt to your life and that you might never get back to it, get morbidly depressed. I mean, you can see it in, in, in how people are behaving and how suicide rates have gone up and people are freaking yeah. out. Um, but others have taken it on as like a, wow. Okay. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are now. What? Yeah. You know, and, and you begin to look into the spaces that it's put you into and, of course, they, a lot of them have been very, very tough and, and difficult places and spaces. And it's hard to look at suffering in the eyes. But such profound um, lessons can come through that and such beautiful insights about humanity and our, our being. You know, in a time like this, you do see like uh, my teacher in India used to say, like when, when, when times are tough or when there's adversity, you see both the angels and the demons coming out of humans yeah you know on, on one level you have people who really sort of like are swinging that sword for the light you know and then others who just get into that like me take mine and contract in it um and i think the only choice that we really ever have is who are you swinging your sword for yeah you know Beautiful. are you going to be one of those people that really dry, like actually tries to uplift and, and bring you know a bit of light to this crazy dark time or are you just going to 
contribute to just pulling us further into darkness. And, and that's mm-hmm. a, a personal choice that we all have um, in every moment of the day, really, and in everything that we face. It's like, how do we do that? Yeah. And yeah, I was clear from early on which side I swing my sword for. <laughs> and it, it, there were times where I was using like Lord of the Rings, the the the, the story of yes. Lord of the Rings, this powerful like metaphor yeah. for these times. And whenever like things were crazy, I'm like, where am I in the story, and and who am I playing? Which character? You know? I'm like, oh, I'm being a bit of a golem at the moment. You know? <laughs> <laughs> or like contracted and like my precious. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then other times you start to feel a bit like Gandalf and it's like, okay, you know, you've got to like go through the motions of what's going to happen. But on another mm. level, you're seeing a much bigger picture and, you know, the silver shore on, on the other side. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is this whole hero's journey, isn't it? Condensed yeah, into pretty this, much. well, a lifetime, a year, a week. Right now it feels like a lifetime. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that to be able to relate back to that. And that's the power of kind of storytelling to be able to kind exactly. of find orientation and, or, and kind of find yeah, meaning. Yeah, no, find... is, is a beautiful map for, for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Many times in my life, I'm being like, oh, where am I now? I and mean, what's going on? Oh, there's, you know, there's like Saruman and there's, and you can point out the characters around you in your life. It's like, oh, okay, cool. And then. <laughs> wow. And then you also know where you're going to go. It's like, it's pretty bad now, but at some point I am going to toss the ring into the fire. <laughs> and it's going to get, you know, it'll be a struggle to get there, but we'll manage, you know, and that, mm. there is that light. There is that hope, mm. um, <laughs> you know, which you, you might like at times lose completely, you know, when you're wandering around the plains of Mordor as such. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which feels like right now, like everywhere. <laughs> the plains yeah, of Mordor. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's not an easy world right now, that's for sure. Mm. Not an easy human world. It's yeah. not easy. Mm. The fierce grace, the fierce grace of coronavirus. Yeah. 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 Or in brackets, the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, choose your own adventure. But yeah. I love what you just said about, you know, you either let it, in, in, I'm paraphrasing, either let it kind of, you know, expand with it or contract with it, either, you know, follow yeah. the sword of truth or I can't remember the, the second thing you said. How have you, how have you found that? Like, has it, has it been something that you've been able to, you know, kind of commit to, I'm going to use this time as expansive? Has it also been very contractive, contractive, contracting? How has it been for you? Look, on a daily basis, it, you know, you've got to separate out your emotions from all of that because you, you go through times where you feel really down and low about everything. But that if you can see that, if you've got a little bit of awareness, that's not so identified in, uh, you know, the drama that is, you know, the Brian Bergman project, it's, um, <laughs> you, you can kind of step out. So, and I think I'm lucky that way that I've, I've been, I'm practiced. I've been doing it for mm. a long time. Um, so to me, it was quite easy to just continue the dance, you know, like yeah. to go, okay, like now we happen to be in this particular territory and it's like super uncertain and like, who knows what's going to happen. Um, you know, and, and you can feel like you fear like certain rhetoric, certain narratives that are coming at you from all over. And depending on what your social media feed looks like, you know, you're either pro or against vaccinations that that story is going on, like all of that kind of stuff. And the beauty of all of that is it's like, some point i kind of like i think to myself no one actually does know there are so many conflicting mm. opinions um and so many arguments and counter arguments and it's an exhausting 
sort of narrative to follow. And, and in truth, like, you know, maybe the politicians are like in some kind of weird conspiracy where they're trying to control humanity, or maybe they're just making, doing the best with the knowledge that they have, but it doesn't really matter. So mm. again, to, to me, that's like, instead of like, because nobody knows, you're now free to choose for yourself. <laughs> ah, choose your own and, adventure. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's exactly that. And, to, and you have to, to feel into your own being for the truth of things. And we have a beautiful system inside us, this inherent intuitive wisdom that comes when you connect to it, that allows you to make choices. You know, you may not know what's going to happen next week based on the choice you're making now, but like I listen, it's like, yes, all of that is going on. How do I feel? Do I feel safe in the space? Do I feel like I can move here or should I withdraw? Should I isolate myself or should I go out into the world? And, and, and you, you kind of like listening and following and you go, you've got to be comfortable with your own choices and take responsibility for them. So how radical is that in a way, you know, cause it's, it's taking back our sovereignty as such. It's like, you know, you have the power now, no one knows what's going on. No one knows whether this is working or that's working or if this is, you know, the end of humanity or not, no one knows. And mm. it's liberating. It's like, wow, I can now stop looking and particularly stop looking at your Facebook feed. Or any <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know double blinded studies on whatever but um to go like okay it's cool no one does know and that's okay but i know what i need to do you know yeah. i can listen and go okay in this moment i'm feeling to do this and and the next day the same situation may present itself to you and you might choose something different you know you might yeah. go okay today it doesn't feel a bit quite right it's a little bit weird i'm going to honor that so it, it, it's pushing us into our feelings. It's pushing us into our, our being in this world. Mm. And we start to then connect with nature, which, you know, you know, there's that saying, like, if you're lost in the forest, just be still because everything there knows where you are. Everything, the trees know where you are. The animals know where you are. Everything else knows where you are. It's only you who's lost. So become still and listen. And, and then you, you can open up the conversation, maybe even ask a tree, where am I? Mm. <laughs> You know, or like, but um, we don't, I think humans have really like, as a whole, we've, we've kind of like given over that authority because yeah. it feels yeah. like, wow, what a, either such a big responsibility or, um, you know, you, we've just been sort of really badly trained into like, you actually don't know what you're doing, you know, and you need to do this or follow me. And he has an opportunity to go, look, our politicians have failed us. The businesses have failed us. The, you know, everyone, it's like, we don't really know science failed us mm, <laughs> mm. everywhere where you would normally try to put like, uh, if I, if they telling me what to do, finally, someone's telling me what to do. <laughs> religion, like, yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah. Exactly. Now, now we have to choose. And, 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 and the more you do that, the more empowering that becomes. And, and so that is what I was saying that I'm practiced at. Like yeah. I, I've been following my own and, and dancing to the tune of my own drum for a long time. And so for me, even in this, it was like a simple matter of like, wow, wait a minute, like slow down for mm. a second, feel into you. What do you need to do now? Yeah. Okay. And, and, and it's moment to moment, you know, the, the, you're not given the answers to the future, but I trust because this has been my experience over years and years of doing it, that if I just follow the step that's presenting itself now, where it leads me is where I need to go. Um, and that's, that's no, um, it, that's not like, it's not going to lead me to love and light, or it's not going to lead me to, you know, like happiness and a mass abundance necessary. It might take you into the darkest valleys, 
But if you keep following that, you're not the valley, you're walking through it. Mm. And at some point you do peak up on a mountain and then you go down the next valley and it's like that. So you begin to follow your life's path and journey and you start to align yourself more with what's moving around you. Um, and that to me is, is very, very empowering. Um, you really learn a lot about yourself. You learn a lot about how connected you are to things, how much uh, wisdom there is inside each one of our beings. Um, you know, we, we, we share an incredible wealth of, 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 of human intelligence that we just don't tap into. Um, and I think now's the time, guys. <laughs> now's the time. You know, like if, if not now, when? Um, so that's why I say this year is the fierce grace, but it's a, a wonderful opportunity to, yeah. to, if you use it, to, to really wake up to, or to awaken further. Yeah. And to use, to use your, the metaphor of the Lord of the Rings, that sovereignty is taking back that ring, right? Or maybe giving it back. I don't know, but having, you know, sometimes I, I perceive our sovereignty as our kind of energetic space, our connection with the divine, with the earth, and that kind of maybe a golden ring around us. So I really yeah. see that also in the Lord of the Rings. It's like, ooh, we're really playing with that. Like, who do we keep that power? Are we giving that power away? Are we keeping it? Like, ooh, who does it belong to? Does it really matter if there's a ring or not? Yeah, exactly. What well, you're look saying. at the ultimate beauty of it is that it must be destroyed. It's like yeah. you have to surrender. You have to surrender. <laughs> yeah, of course. And then be carried away by eagles. Yeah, maybe that's... <laughs> yeah, because you because you happen to have a wizard who is a friend. <laughs> <laughs> that's the next yeah. step. Maybe next year we'll see that. Maybe next year we'll we'll experience that as a collective. Yeah, <laughs> being carried by eagles. Yeah, mm, that's very profound. What you just said and. Um, very true to i guess you know people like yourself have been walking the path of kind of you know more more having more practice let's say or whatever the word be a more experience in this kind of dance of life of expansion contraction emotional state um you know intuition and kind of learning to navigate all of those things so how, what would you say to someone who's maybe just kind of starting out on this journey on this path of of really finding their own navigation system their own sovereignty their own compass what would be like one or two things that come to mind to share with them um it doesn't need to look like anyone else's mm. and it probably won't <laughs> yeah so don't don't again like we we we, we tend to like one of the, the, the earlier pitfalls is like looking or aspiring towards what appears to be what we're looking for out there in the world. And, and it's very quickly flips into that like spiritual materialism yeah. um, where again, we're now chasing something. Yeah. Um, your life is not an error. Like, um, and, and the situations that you find yourself in, whatever they are, whether it's something that you would think, I can't be spiritual if I'm feeling this. It's mm. like, yes, that is exactly what you should be feeling. And the fact that you're feeling it is the first step already mm. into, you know, growth as such. So to really, I would say, if you can let go of any judgment you have towards your own self, uh, it's, 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 it's tiring. It's, and um, yeah, to become curious about what's going on in your life as opposed to being in resistance to it mm. um, to open up like more of a curious, a curious and, and even playful, a little bit playful, even with the hard stuff, you know, you, you can, you can try to become a little bit more flippant about certain feelings that you're going through and, and, and thoughts that you're having that you would consider like dark or negative, or you want to push them away because they don't appear to be what you think is spiritual. 
Um, so it's it's to take heart and be courage, courageous to to start to look at the stuff that's going on instead of just sitting in it and going, I don't want this. Hmm. You know? Because yeah. then you're just in resistance. Yeah. And that is very tiring. Very, very tiring. Yeah. And and it's such a quick, you know, it's just the first step you need to make. Once you've made that first step, you'll find all the resource you require, it like starts to flow towards you and, and starts to flow with you because once you're not in resistance to it, you're with going with the flow of it. And then if you're in, happen to find yourself down in a valley somewhere and, and in a real dark place, the minute you stop resisting being there, you can move, you can move in that, mm. that place and then move possibly at some point out of it. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really, it's really not hard. Everything that you need, you have already inside you, you know, mm. and, and all that's required is to, to just become curious enough to start looking and going, this is not an error that I'm feeling this. I'm feeling this. What does it feel like? What is, you know, why am I feeling this anger? Like, and, and going like, oh, it's so interesting. What does it feel like? And how's it feeling in this body? And, and what does this body want to, how does my body want to hold myself when, I'm, when I've got this thing going on? And so you start to just open up and you, then you learn, oh, wow, that's that. And if I do this, it shifts a little bit. And that's a slightly different quality. And so we start to grow and, and, um, and learn and, um, yeah, embark upon our, our own little journey. Mm. So, yeah. I love, so what you're saying is not automatically that, you know, once you make that decision, make that choice to open up, you're going to feel so much better. It's not about that, is yeah. it? Because <laughs> no. as you say, often there's some, something we can be sold in the, you mentioned the spiritual materialism and that kind of getting somewhere clear and, you know, like as a recipe to feel good or to, or to get a certain thing. But what, what yeah. you're inviting us to actually do is to, to open and to be curious about that experience and really trust the intelligence of that experience. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. And, and then I think the other pitfall that people, I think kind of mentioned, but it is, it's the chasing the highs, you know, Yeah. chasing the ecstasy and the bliss and running as far away as you can from the pain and the suffering. And, and so freedom, which is what we really after, is the ability to stand in both of those places without being bothered by either of them. <laughs> mm. Like they're, they're there and if they're not, they're not. Um, but you enjoy the, the high when it comes and you also don't not enjoy the, 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 the harder stuff when that's there as well. And then you, you, you are truly free because then you can stand in a world that's falling to pieces and, 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 and gone completely chaotic and it's not the world you looked at a, a year ago and you don't recognize it. And um, you know, you freak out completely. It's like, wow, this is super interesting. Mm. Like, and how, what a blessing to have it in our lifetime. You know, yeah. so you start to see it, even this like really difficult time that most people will be like, fuck 2020. It's not going to yeah. change in 2021. I promise you. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, um, we, we, we will be tested, you know, and um, I think it's, it's, it's an amazing thing when you can look at what seems to be like the worst thing that's ever happened to us possibly, you know, I'm sure some people have lived to even worse than this, um, as something that's kind of exciting and almost a blessing. It's like, wow, it's, it's, it's forced me into doing so many things that I would never have done or yeah. never have experienced and, and never been able to explore. And it's opened my eyes and it's opened my heart. And that, and, and if you can take that, it's like, it's wonderful. And, and, and then once you switching on to that within yourself, I feel like you can kind of enable other people around you as well. 
um, they start to go, oh, wait, we, we don't have to say this is all bad and we have to be anti this and conspiracy that. We can actually go like, wow, let's, <laughs> let's see what we can play with in this particular moment. Mm. And there's and a complete, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Karen. <laughs> I was just going to say there's a really, there's a completely different shift in energy as well when we do that. Like I'm just feeling it right now coming from kind of having a fixed idea of what life is like. Oh, 2020 is shit. Oh, you know, the yeah. coronavirus, this conspiracy, there's vaccines, this, yeah. and it, it can feel like walls, energetic yeah. walls. But with the minute you, you know, you connect to curiosity and play and dancing with it, it's like those walls dissolve a bit and it becomes yeah, more, exactly. Yeah, tangible yeah. yeah exactly yeah and suddenly you're like oh now i'm feeling i'm feeling what i would perceive as what is real more real which is this kind of sea of energy the sea of you know yeah. the ocean of consciousness and energy which you know doesn't have walls around me so that's interesting yeah yeah yeah, yeah i know you, you're feeling it on a on an energetic level the same thing well because the mind can become very contracting that way when it when it has those narratives going on yeah um it, it can become very very uh locked down and and when and when in a mind like that there's no opportunity to actually grow at all like you can't you get you get caught by that and um i think i remember reading a paper about it someone someone had done research on our dna molecules and you know how like our dna strands all twisted up yeah and that's everywhere along the dna molecule there's there's codes for specific proteins and enzymes and and, and things that get put out into the cells yeah. provided the thing that translates that dna or, or, or takes the dna through it can actually have access to those codes and our dna tends to wind up really tight when we're in states of like you know shutdown wow. or, or negativity yeah. And when we're feeling a little bit more open, a little bit more curious, a little bit more playful, the DNA actually unwinds itself. Wow. It starts to stretch out a little bit. So yeah. even on a biological level, wow. it makes evolution possible. Wow. When you are a little bit, just a little bit more yeah. relaxed, you know? a little bit more like, wow, okay, I'm, 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 you know. And I love that you use the word lockdown, the mind locks down. It's like, yes, yeah. exactly. That's it. You know, that's exactly yeah. the experience where there's a, this is a, there's a, a you know a social lockdown that like we can't move but and i recognize this in myself you know that's part of the struggle i guess because here in greece as i was telling you before we've got another month of lockdown to go it would have been two months and there yeah. is those moments where the mind is locked down you know and if yeah. someone asks me how i'm doing and my initial response is exactly that kind of oh, yeah. a bit of a complaint a bit of a closeness yeah so i love what you're inviting there and the fact that it you know and of course, of course, the body responds. Of course, the DNA responds. And it's completely yeah, yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see it in all your movements. Even. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And another thing, and, you know, a study which I will do my best to describe was that when, when cells are put in a Petri dish in an environment that is deathly for them, where they are bound to die, they evolve. Like they change. Their genes change. That's when something yeah. else switches on. Yeah, and I often feel, you know, wonder if that's what we're going through as a collective too. We're in this kind of very toxic, you know, corrupt environment, and then if we yes. keep going down that road, we're just going to go to extinction. And so, yeah, something in us just has to really awaken to kickstart yeah. and to kind of evolve. Yeah, 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 totally. And 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 it's not necessarily a comfortable process. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, something jumped into my mind before, which was weaving in the topic of dance, because, you know, this is, this is 
what you do and one of the things that you do and i'm yeah. and we've already touched on that word throughout the conversation how how do you well there's two questions in this actually first of all how have you seen you know how how have you been dancing with this topic physically in your own yeah. practice in your own yeah. way and how could someone begin or weave that into their own life and i know you do lots of like recording so you know feel free to speak about that as well your yeah. your podcast etc sure well i mean I've, obviously i've got a lot of the stuff online if people wanted to access it yeah. that way but it's it's, yeah. a, it's it's even more simple than that i mean that's a great way if you're wanting to to explore um but it, it really is to understand that the body has a, a much more graceful way of moving with these times than your mind does mm. um, and where our minds get caught up on every little sort of you know story on facebook our body just keeps moving um i, I did a dance last night actually i'm busy doing a, a class series called past present future and we started it last night and we danced we danced with the past and it was basically just a, a, an hour and a half dance where we kind of went from birth all the way to present day. Yeah. So quite quickly moving through memories and, and, and impressions that come up, but not thinking about it, just letting whatever comes in the body come. And what I noticed about it was how many times you get to a point in your life where your memory will, will, will stick in the mind. And if you were just in the mind thinking about it, you would go no further. You would not get to present day in this past trip. But because the body's moving, it moves through that and it yes. moves you then onto the next thing and then onto the next thing. And, yeah. and so you can actually whip through your entire lifetime in an hour and a half oh, yes. without having too much, you know, mm. residue sort of like stuckness from that the mind would give you of like, Oh man, you know, I, that happened to me 10 years ago and I'm still not over it. <laughs> it's like, now the body is, it's like, it's now moved into the next year and the next year. Um, so it's, it's a very, very beautiful practice because we hold so much of what's going on in our bodies, um, you know, the mind and, and whatever it's thought about this year is, is in your cells, it's in your muscles, it's in your posture. Um, so it's a great way to access it without having to think too much about it. It's to, to start to just feel in your body. So the easiest, you know, dance practice is to really, you know, put on some music and just be present be present to what you're feeling in your body, allow everything that's there to be there. Whether If you're angry, like there's a dance for anger. Mm. And if you're sad, there's a, a really beautiful movement for sadness. And, um, you know, if you're feeling anxious, you can actually let that be the starting point of the dance. It's like, wow, I'm feeling so anxious right now. And I'm just going to put this song on and I'm going to hold my heart and I'm just going to gently rock from side to side because I can't really do much else with myself at the moment. This is all I feel to do. And before you know it, there'll be a curious little baby finger that starts to sort of flare out to the side and suddenly the whole arm is moving somewhere else. And then other movement starts to happen and the body starts to unwind and uncoil the knots that, that have been tied there. And then suddenly you just start to feel that you're moving a little bit more freely. And in one song, you can be completely transformed or at the very least, one step better than where you were before, like a tiny step, less anxious, a little bit more um, nervous wonderful that's a shift already so um i've obviously kept dancing the whole year it's, it's been an, a necessary practice for me to to do just because it does help to for me a lot of the times i find it difficult when i first see something new like when someone first tells me about this virus and how deadly it is and how people's lungs are you know the, the fear mongering that was going on in the beginning because no one knew mm. and like every piece of information you your mind's just like give me more give me more because i need <laughs> to know i'm trying to work this all out and and 
a lot of that stuff like that came in it would it would create a complete fear and 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 a real sort of like ah oh, tightening up of the body like oh my god we're all so so you know so screwed here and and then i would have to just go and dance to shake it off feel more myself again because you're connecting it's like oh you have this body you have this resource this body is not just physical it's energetic it feels it connects to the to the energetics of the planet the sun has still rose this morning it's set this evening the moon's coming up the planets are, are moving we connect on that level ah oh, connect to like all the generations that have gone before me and all the ones that were still to come and suddenly you're in a slightly bigger place a much more expansive mm. view where the virus and its little sort of situation of the year becomes a little piece of that dance <laughs> which you have to have because it's very real it's happening like there's no denying it's going on but it's not so all consuming and it's it, it it puts it back into its place so i find that the dance is an incredibly beautiful practice being a somatic embodied practice rather than a mental intellectual practice mm. I really like, I don't resonate so much with, um, I mean, I know it's, it's, it's helpful for a lot of people, but like to me, like psychotherapy, talking about stuff, it's, I'm so good at talking. I can just talk around and talk around, around. around. Yeah. For years. Yeah. <laughs> but the body, the, the body has a way of, of moving it into something new um, yeah. quickly for me and for many people that I've seen on the dance floor that, I, yeah. that I've taught and, and that have come to classes and um, radical transformation sometimes in the space of 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah so it's a great way to shift i think if you were thinking of killing yourself have a dance first mm. <laughs> at this point <laughs> and particularly if we all locked down in in little houses and we can't get out and you can't do what you want to do and there's a certain amount of frustration in the body not being able to move yeah. so you don't need a lot of space you know like a meter by a meter square and headphones will be enough yeah. to really at least keep the energy flowing in your body, keep things moving, keep things from becoming stagnant and blocked. So you'll feel more vitality and more vigor and therefore more creativity in the way you think um, and opening up to more possibilities mm. of, of what you could and, and couldn't be doing. Yeah. you kind of, it's like dances opening up the DNA. Yeah, like exactly. that contracted DNA and then it, yeah. you dance and it starts just go, Oh, yeah. and then yeah. allowing more flow. Yeah. Yeah, if you're really stuck, you could do that. You could go and you could get yourself, imagine yourself to be a very like contracted piece of DNA and really let your body get into that position. Yeah. You know, yeah. like really tighten up everything and really contract yourself down and and then hold it for a little while and then mm. allow yourself to begin to move. The body will very quickly unwind that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm not going to stay here for long. <laughs> I can't stay here for long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I I love what you said about um but it puts the virus in its place because you're right into perspective because you you're very right yeah. when it's in the mind it's so present it's in our news feeds it's on the news yeah. it's in our conversations it's yeah. everywhere you know yeah. and yet when you drop into the body it's like it's somewhere you know as you say it's just somewhere but it's not here right now you know it's not yeah. here in this room it's yeah. in the mind and yeah somewhere else yeah that gives a lot of freedom and even if you were suffering from it and really really sick it yeah. would still be a dance it would then that would be the dance you know it's yeah. not like <laughs> yeah. it, it doesn't exclude any experience it's it's um yeah 
But it, it, I think it does need to be put into perspective because I think the problem that we have with our, our technology and our ability to feed ourselves mentally with a lot of idea, um, you know, we probably see more now as humans than, you know, an entire lifetime, maybe mm. 50 years ago of what a person took in by way of information. Yeah. And it's, it's overwhelming. And I, I don't think we've been particularly responsible about um, how we deal with it and how we process it as a, as a race. We haven't thought about the consequences of just, it's too much information. And um, it largely, largely for most people just leads to complete overwhelm. Mm. And that you can see then in, in how, you know, how many pills are being sold for depression or how many anxietic pills are out there on the market for people to take because they don't know how to deal with it, any of this. And I, I go by this precept. It was, I was told it a long time ago and it really, really works for me. It's like, believe half of what you see and nothing of what you hear. Mm, nice. right. so that, that's how i deal with it oh yeah nothing of what you hear <laughs> i love yeah, it yeah nothing of what you hear and that includes what you read yeah <laughs> you know mm. the minute someone says facebook said you know mm. you can dismiss it mm. <laughs> just dismiss mm. the information like chinese whispers um, yeah, yeah exactly so but then as you say like to to to, to create a broader perspective that we don't actually live by our information and by our societal structures and our norms, we live by virtue or by grace of being part of the earth, part of nature, which sustains us, you know, by growing food that we can consume and that, and with us giving back in that cycle. Yeah. And this is, I think what ideally we should orient back to now. Yeah. Um, because we are so disconnected from it that we're destroying it. We're destroying ourselves, you know, without seeing it. And, and this is maybe a break now where you realize, wow, it's all smoke and mirrors over here, but it's very easy to go back to, if I have no clean water to drink, I'm going to be very thirsty and, and die of dehydration, you know, or, you know, if I, if I'm not taking care of the plants in my garden, you know, or whatever it may be that, that, that feeds the connection. Um, yeah. Hmm. It's, it's a, a real opportunity to get back to that, that basic source that we, we, you know, are part of, yeah, or not, you know, or not, yeah, right, <laughs> or not, <laughs> or, or, as you, or as you said throughout the podcast, like, but you know, I mean, I'm making this up, and of course, I have no idea either, but sensing this this awakening movement, you know, this kind of longing to evolve, is this pull to expanding to kind of coming out of that contracted state, which maybe. We've actually been in as a collective for actually a long time, but without, mm. with the illusion that we're actually expanding, you know, we are yeah. free. And actually we've yeah. been that, that DNA strand that's been contracted. Yeah. And perhaps, you know, that what's happening right now is, is either moving us, as you said, to kind of in, in either direction, like a further contraction until you can't, yeah. you can't contract anymore. And so you just have to surrender yeah. and to expand. Or for others into 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 kind of a follow-on of that expansion. Yeah, awakening. That that to me does come down to again, who's so, who, which side are you swinging your sword for? Yeah, you know, it's 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 not like really about a battle of of you against the bad people. It's actually yeah. a battle within yourself of yeah. like, you know, am I going to be light or am I going to be dark? Mm. <laughs> it's, you know, in, in, what's, in, in each of my movements, am I going to bring myself closer to more expansion or am I going to just further contract and shut down? 
Um, and luckily that does also translate very directly into um, work like service, helping people, yeah. smiling, you know, you, you smile at someone that uplifts you, you feel better, especially when there's a connection suddenly because they smile back, yeah. you know, or, you know, you, 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 you become a little bit more generous and a little bit more kind, even though we worried about our finances, we worried about like having enough at this point and that everything seems to be going into a state of lack and economies are, you know, in a whatever, but even so that bring out more, if I'm suffering, so many people are probably worse off so many people. Like I've got, I've got no illusions as to my privilege and where I stand in the whole wealth of this world. It's mm. the whole system is pretty crazy, but I know that there are a good 80% of people less better off than me. And so if I'm feeling a pinch, can you imagine the pinch they must be feeling? Yeah. So then it's like, it moves me to go and see if I can help. And, and, and then in that movement towards helping you, also start to unwind you mm. open up again you connect you connect to like real <laughs> yeah. and 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 that to me is it's gold it's um a golden opportunity in a way like and, and that's why even if the whole world destroys and humanity goes down in a ball of flames in that last breath that you take you know you're going to be asked yourself like did i you know try to open and bring and, and, and help and, and bring love and be love? Or did I just get into that whole, you know, without being too hard on yourself, but like the whole greed, the whole uh, me, mine, I got to have none, us and them, all of that kind of stuff that, mm -hmm. that really does create these boundaries, mm -hmm. um, which are, are not serving. It's obvious that they're not serving. And yeah. I think that's also this year has shown so many people. Yeah. So now that we see what are we what, what, what are we going to do <laughs> oh great question really good question <laughs> yeah maybe a great question to actually close the podcast with yeah that feels really good mm. um is there anything that you anything else that you want to add and uh and how do people connect with you in these times um well i've you can find me at my website is awakenbeing.com um and on that website, there are loads of dance practices and meditation and breathing and, 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 and practices that will just help support you in developing a bit of awareness and mindfulness and being able to look at what's going on in your life and, and move in, a, in a, a way in which you can process through things and also create from um, when you don't have anything to process to, yeah. to access your creativity and your creative side. So practices to really support you. Um, so people can get me through, through the website, um, and my email address and contact details are there as well. And I'm always happy for, um, if, if someone wants to reach out and have a chat or, mm. um, ask any questions, I'm always available. Um, and always mm. up for a, a, a chat <laughs> uh, on this kind of stuff. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, something that really, I, I, I'm very moved by in my life. It's, it's yeah. been a you know really a driving force through most of my life of these questions and yeah you can feel it yeah yeah and i love your wisdom and i'm really praying to the gods that our retreat in may my march sorry will happen yeah and, uh, yeah to actually get to meet you in person would be nice yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> and then of course going to the cedarberg and have this incredible experience as well yeah, but i really amazing. hope so yeah mm. for seeing
well that's the focus right now we'll see what life has in, in store yeah we us. can only put out and ask and if it changes it changes exactly we're yeah. open to change and yeah, yeah exactly we, I, that's been another another one i guess of the benefits of the gifts of this past as we said this past year like being flexible adaptable exactly yeah yeah so, make your plans but be prepared to change them exactly and be uh, easy with changing them it's like yeah work out. yeah right. exactly <laughs> weddings flights retreats it's all like change change, change. Yeah. yeah awesome well thank yeah. you brian that has been a pleasure chatting with you today thank you thank you thank you for all uh, your wisdom yeah, no. thanks for having me on the show it's always a always a pleasure to to be on and connect with you yeah well, we'll speak. We'll speak very soon, I'm sure. Awesome. Well, good luck there. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Great. That's it. Thank you for listening. So, if you want to reach out and connect, you can do that on Instagram at thetemple.love, or you can email us at info@thetemple.love. At but for now, have a beautiful day.